How I See Sports. I'm your host, Gabby Lacona. And I'm your host, Caitlin Maniscalco. Joining us tonight is Kelsey Espenhorst from the women's soccer team. But before we bring Kelsey on, let's take a look at the Bombers so far this season. The Blue and White are 9-4-1 on the year, heading into their last three games of regular season play. Well, Kelsey, thanks for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. Kelsey, I know, you know, take us back to senior year of high school or junior year, I'm not sure when you were recruited. Looking at other schools, what kind of drew you to Ithaca and why did you choose here? And if you want to play soccer or not? Wow. Um, originally, I was looking at Ithaca for the occupational therapy program. Good program. Um, yeah, I loved that it was accelerated and I could be here until I got my master's. So that was a huge thing. And then I had a club tournament and one of the coaches reached out to me and I figured it would kind of be the best of both worlds to be able to study what I wanted to while also playing soccer. So it just everything kind of fell into place and Ithaca just checked all the boxes for me. Did you play other sports growing up or was it always kind of just soccer? Um, I've always played soccer and then in high school I played lacrosse in the spring just to kind of stay fit. Stay in shape. But yeah. yeah. That's like a lot of um, athletes that go collegiate, they want to stay in shape and yeah, I wasn't very good at it because <laughs> the whole in the air thing. I'm better with it's the ball. It's probably very different. Yeah, yeah better oh, with the wow. ball. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, better yeah, with the ball at my feet, sports. definitely. But there's a lot of running, so that was good. I would just, once I got the ball, I'd just run. But it wasn't good with the hand eye <laughs> coordination catching thing. I feel like if you're fast a lot of times in lacrosse, it's. You can make up for like hand eye coordination. <laughs> as long as yeah. you can keep the ball in like your pocket. <laughs> like, just run right through. Yeah. So being an OT major, what's it like balancing student-athlete life and academic life? Um, Sometimes it gets really challenging, but I actually prefer when I'm in season and can balance my schoolwork. I feel like I'm on a better strict schedule and I can manage my time. So I get up, go to my classes, and then when soccer rolls around, I know I put my schoolwork aside, but then I can also just come back to it. So it really helps me kind of keep everything in line and helps me stay organized and focused for sure. I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. And on top of being called at 8 in the morning, thinking that her podcast was 8 in the morning, <laughs> she's always up and ready to go. Ready to go and start my work, yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we had miscommunication <laughs> on this podcast. I asked Kelsey to meet at 8, thinking she would understand that I'm at 8 p.m. She shows up at 8 a.m. Sadly, no. 8 a.m. it was. But here we are, getting it done. She's still here, yep. so we're good. <laughs> but um, for Kate and I, we always say that during softball season, I get more do- more work done with quicker and more efficiently mm-hmm. than in the off season because I'm not procrastinating. Yeah, it's almost like when you have less time, it's easier yeah. to like yeah. crunch it out. Yeah. Like when in, in the spring or for you guys, fall, it's like, oh, well, I have so much free time today. So, yeah. And then I just continue to put it off. No, in the in same the, way. In the... Mm-hmm. In the preseason and off-season, it's student-athlete, but in season, it's more athlete-student with all the traveling you're doing. For sure, totally. All the practices and lifts and all that, so I understand that. Do you take kind of like a easier course load in season as opposed to the spring, or you, it's pretty much balanced? Well, with, with my program, by the time junior year rolls around, you don't really get a choice as to what classes you take, so... My classes are kind of handed to me at this point, so it's sort of hit or miss. Like my workload right now is actually pretty hard. So um, freshman and sophomore year, I would sort of try and set it up from what I knew. But at this point, they tell me what classes I have to take junior fall, and that's what I take. And you same can't do thing will be about it, yeah. yeah from here on out, except for like a couple free like elective spaces. But 
other than that, it's set in stone. Yep. Speaking of that, I mean, we Gabby and I are also juniors, so upperclassmen, right? Let's talk about that. What has that kind of like transition been like? Because I know for us, we're like, wow, we're juniors. It's, it's so crazy. different. I know. Have to, like actually make a good impression on the freshmen mm-hmm. and like lead by example and it's just a lot more pressure going on on yeah. top of focusing on you you playing and like how you're playing you also have to make sure that the freshmen are are, are in line yeah for sure definitely like during preseason and stuff I was like a little bit quieter and then I realized I'm like wait it's quiet because we're being quiet because they are relying on the upperclassmen to talk to so loud, yeah yeah it just was like kind of a reality check and then um I think we've really stepped it up since then and kind of teamed up with the seniors and started to make our mark and just be an example to the underclassmen but yeah it's definitely a transition especially playing too like when it's like when you're underclassmen and you're not not really playing you can be quiet but then especially on the field you're expecting everyone needs a leader so yeah speaking of leaders can you explain the whole captain situation (laughs) yes so our coach basically before each game will um give someone the captain's band and ask them to step up for the day it's typically someone who's um, performed really well throughout practice that week or has just made their mark and really stepped up as a leader and shown good skills Um, so for that game they'll be captain and they might still be at the next game but it can always vary and it really can be any um, class she doesn't limit it to the seniors and then typically if the captain will go off the field she'll have them pass like the captain's band off to someone else so that there's always a captain on the field. And wearing that band, you're expected a lot of you. What mm-hmm. if you've received the band before? Yes, I've worn it for a couple games, um, and it's it definitely holds me more accountable. I I always like to be vocal and lead and stuff, but wearing that, I really feel like everyone's sort of relying on me, and I want to be helpful to them. So. It really makes me be accountable and give direction and just help out my teammates more than I think I would without it. How does that feel like did, playing from freshman year and looking at your other teammates wearing the band and now fast forward to junior year, you are wearing the band. What does that feel like for you? Yeah, it's incredible. I really um, wouldn't have like thought I would have been here. Freshman year was like, I'm sure a lot of you guys maybe have experienced it too, but a lot of other freshmen, it's just... You come from like playing all of high school and starting and then it's like you're back at the bottom and I just was like wow I don't know if I'll ever like I was just kind of honored to be on the team and I was like I don't know if I'll ever play I was like let alone captain's band so really like the change from last year even to this year has been huge for me and I just really um I'm like grateful for it I love being out there again and yeah it's amazing to like be wearing the captain's band and following the footsteps of like people I never thought I would follow. Kind of going off that, you appeared in 10 games this year with nine starts. Like you said, even going from your sophomore to junior year was a big transition for playing time for you. Do you think that you worked on anything differently this summer to kind of prepare for that? Or was that like more of a confidence thing coming in? I would say um, I actually went abroad in the spring. Oh, nice. And I was very nervous to do that because that means missing the whole off season. And I was really nervous like – Again, I wasn't like a star last season, so I wasn't like, oh, I'll come back and it'll be great. Like I knew I would have to come this year and really and show work, up, so yeah. I was nervous to go abroad, but I also kind of used it as a challenge and I thought it would be great. Like I would really look forward to coming back and really come back like wanting to be come strong and fit and everything, so it was really motivating. 
I was actually I came home from being abroad and I told I missed Ithaca in general but I also like really realized how much I missed playing soccer so I was super eager to start like my training in the summer um, I immediately like started my packet when I got home and just made sure I was getting touches on the ball so I honestly think that really helped me and pushed me to get back to where I was and then push myself even further because I realized how much I missed it and how much I wanted to be playing this season um, I also like I play the sport to play the game and not just always practice. So I was really eager like this year to get out on the field. Where'd you go abroad? Yeah, I was just going to ask. Australia. <laughs> oh, tell us about that. Yes. That's amazing. It was incredible. Oh my gosh. I missed the whole Ithaca winter. So that was. Yeah, lovely. it's a nice time to go. Um, yeah. So it was like midsummer when I got there in January. Um, and I sort of knew I wanted to go abroad since I started here like freshman year. So I set my, they set your schedule up so that mm -hmm. all of your electives will be like sophomore spring. Right. So I took all of my electives there and it was like. Oh my God, so easy. Yeah, like I took like an adventure tourism class. <gasps> um, yeah, which was like field trips <laughs> and stuff. I did like a week long class in like the rainforest. We got like, they get, get you like Airbnbs and you just kind oh of like wake up and go God. to class and like that was just for the week. Um, I took like a crime class, like a love sex relationships class. Nice. Yeah, very diverse, but it was super cool. And, and so I got much to do it in Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you go with any friends or you kind of just went by um, yourself? I knew a couple people that went. And then once I actually got there, um, you, I kind of like saw more people. But I only like one, my, one of my friends and I, we like flew there together. Um, we didn't live together or anything just to get like the full experience, but mm -hmm. it was nice to have her there. And then I started to see like familiar faces on campus. So it's nice having them here now because I wasn't friends with them before I went. Right. But now I come back and I see them. So it's kind of funny. But oh, yeah, that's nice. Cute. Yeah. Opportunity to meet more people that you wouldn't place yourself with mm -hmm. on campus. Exactly. So you have 10 first years on the roster this year that I saw. It's a lot of them. I mean, similar to us, we have, we have seven. Okay. Oh, we have seven. Seven. Sorry, <laughs> right, Um, But how has that transition been like? Because I know soccer is a big, you know, team chemistry sport, especially on the field. So how have they kind of filled in those roles from the seniors last year? Yeah, so it was, we lost like a great class, but then we brought in so many numbers and personalities. So it was definitely slow, like a slower start, I would say. And even if you look at our record, that kind of shows like, slow to start but we're finally all like meshing together and we just had to really put in like a little bit more effort to get to know each other on and off the field but um they really stepped it up and like a couple of them are starting and it's really nice to just see how they've progressed in like the short little time and how much because we'll be here again next year so it's really nice that there is is such a big class and that they have made like a big impact and that they can just pick up right where like some of the seniors last year left off so speaking of last year, you guys lost to Middlebury in penalty kicks, tied 0-0. Gross. Yeah. How do you <laughs> feel about penalty kicks? Because I always oh want to ask soccer players that. They're horrifying. I can't really. Mm. Do you guys practice them? We, we do a lot this year because we, we lost in Liberty League tournament play to, in PKs and then again in the tournament. So we practiced them last year, kind of like leading up to the tournament and Liberty Leagues, but now this year I think we're more aware. So we've definitely done them a lot more. So what we'll do is like at the end of practice, if we just did like a full field scrimmage, we'll pick like five or 10 people from each team and they'll go up and practice. 
um, or just in general, my coach will just kind of rattle off names that she wants to go. And normally there's like some sort of punishment. So if like the person yeah, doesn't okay. miss, if the person misses, we'll do like a figure eight. So it kind of adds that pressure right. compared to just like, okay, yeah, just go up and take it. So that really helps to have like some target. And I think that's making us better at them so that it's not just, you don't go from zero stress at practice to like a hundred eyes mm-hmm. on you right. in the game. Yeah. That's a big like mental toughness. It's Dude. totally mental. It's crazy. Yeah. Even my mom's always like, I don't know how you miss it. You're that close in front of it. Like, she's <laughs> like, I feel like I could make one. And here I am like skying it over. But yeah, it's crazy. Like it really is a mental thing. But I know it just takes practice. I have a, I have a really big question. Okay. So. I'm nervous. Um, I too. I don't know what it is. You okay, so I played soccer like all through growing up. I really debated playing soccer here. I was going to play soccer and softball, but I was like, maybe one might be God, enough. But so I was a goalie, but they still make you run, which is fine because I like running now. But what I mean, we have done some pretty crazy running drills and practices over the years. So I have to ask you, what is the craziest like running workout that you've had to do a in a practice? Pack, Explain sure. what is a six, a six pack. pack. Oh. I'm winded. She's quivering thinking I'm about it already. The look oh. in her eyes of a six pack. So a six pack is when you're on the outer part of the field and you'll sprint from like one corner to the other corner and then jog from that corner to like half field. Okay. Yeah. And then you build. So then that then you'd sprint to jog to sprint three all the way up to six. Yes. Yeah, so at, like six would make up all the sides of the field. So by right. the time you get to six, you're sprinting the whole field and then you jog. The and then you field. go back. Oh, so ours, we did that in high school, but it was called like up the ladder, down the ladder. So did you have to go back down after? We did not go down. Oh my God. I don't think. I think my legs no, just I don't think we um, went down, thank God. I don't think I was yeah, six. that's yeah. probably the worst one I've ever had to do. I just, and I give myself such a bad anxiety about like, do you guys do like the beep test? We haven't had to. Okay. Possibly like, this year. It could be coming. <laughs> yeah. That, I like work myself up about all running tests. So any type yeah. of running, like, that's just like straight suicides or anything, I get you so get, you're nervous about. Right. Beating really Luckily, fast. my coach does a lot of built in fitness. Like, she's not a coach that will be like at the end of practice, okay, get on the line and we're going to do. Yes. So she incorporates yeah. it in your drills. She incorporates yeah. it in drills. That's so it's nice. not as noticeable. It's mm-hmm. more like, because you're, you're working, you're working to win yeah. or something, so you, right. you want to run faster and harder. So that's because you don't even realize something. that you're getting a workout in because mm-hmm. you're so worried about doing the drill. Right, but right. if I'm just running, I'm probably yeah, I'm probably getting less of a workout doing that because it's all I'm thinking about. So yeah, that's one thing I'm very grateful for that we do. Is that do you guys do that a lot more in preseason, like those two weeks that it's just like you guys and all the fall sports? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to kind of get us ready for Stamina. the season and get us up in shape and kind of make sure we're all on the same level because we all come in at different levels because we all have to train by ourselves over the summer, which is tough. But yeah, definitely preseason. That's a big time for it. Oh, ask that one. You like yeah. that one. Okay. I no. Sorry. like this one <laughs> because when we play softball, there are some very fancy fields that have all turf because they have money and they're showing mm-hmm. off. <laughs> We, personally, I like to play on dirt and grass because I like to get dirty and, like, I don't know, it's, like, more how I've grown up, just, Mm -hmm. like, playing on grass. Do you prefer grass or artificial? 
I think I would have to say turf, but that <gasps> may <That's> be, <laughs> that may be because we play on grass. So oh, all week, right. oh, like yeah. all week, we practice on grass, and then we have a grass field. But so sometimes it's nice to switch over to the turf. I just feel like I don't. It's easier to run on. I on don't a feel running like I'm sport, getting, I yes. feel like it's easier to run yeah, on. Yeah, I don't I feel would, like I'm yeah. getting like stuck in the mud. Um, so it makes me feel a little bit quicker it's that I have flat. some more speed than I actually do. <laughs> I'm a little slow. Um, and then it's just way easier to move the ball and stuff. So yeah. it's just nice to – I think it's more just nice to get a change. I might feel opposite if we played on turf. But, right. yeah, it's nice when a turf team yeah. comes to visit us and we have grass have and we – yeah. yeah. So that part's nice. But luckily we're pretty good on turf like anyway so it kind of works out but all right so this is the hardest hardest question hardest question you will ever be asked this is also the most important question you're going to get all night from us this is the only thing that the audience wants to hear but i mean no they 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 (laughs) care they they care about all your answers i promise (laughs) but they really need now they're really listening (laughs) yeah but as athletes you know we always try to follow a certain diet but of course we cheat as Gabby and I cheat, I'm sure. I'm about to go home and splurge. Indulge <laughs> in some treats. So I have to ask, Kelsey, what is your favorite Starburst flavor or color? Oh, pink. Oh, yes. I sure. think you just made Gabby's day. <laughs> That's two in a row. <laughs> All right, let's yes, look at our counter. You answered correctly. Pink? The answer is pink. The answer is. So my favorite color Caitlin is yellow. <laughs> mm. Have you ever met a person no. saying, I need yellow servers in my mouth? No, I think, I don't know. My orange might be worse than yellow. I don't know. Red's definitely they're second. Both, they're both down I think there, red's but- second. Yellow's should be second then. So you are admitting that it's not yep. the best. Yellow no, yellow is my best, but yellow right, should, be like, should be yours. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I am wrong. <laughs> yellow's probably third for me. Yeah. It's okay. yeah. I think Sorry. for me it would go pink red. Would you call it a Starburst flavor or yeah, a Starburst that's the color? Part. That's, there's a B side to this question. Oh, color. Like right, you yeah. call by a color. Yeah, like what color do you like? Right, you wouldn't say what Starburst. would you say like you wouldn't say what flavor do you Can want? I have a yeah like strawberry Starburst. <laughs> she knew strawberry too. We had just in on is my on men's soccer, and he was, he told me that it was strawberry flavored, but I always just thought it was just. Mm-hmm. Pink. <laughs> Justinian's favorite was orange too. That's oh, weird. I'll have to talk to him about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Straighten We've that. We've got out. work to do. So with Gatorade, you call it by its color. Mm-hmm. Except for there's one color that we have an exception for. Can you guess what it is? She's like thinking garden. Like, what color would you call by its flavor? Is it cherry? No. We say cool grape. blue. Cool oh, blue. grape's a good one too, though. You call there's one you call by its flavor. There's there's blue Gatorade. You can't just say blue Gatorade because there's always glacier freeze or cool blue. <laughs> so, so that's the only exception. You so know what which I mean? one do you call? Oh, always cool blue. Cool blue. Yeah. I thought you meant you call one by its flavor, like, oh, but that's its name. I thought, mm, oh, yeah. It's not like blue raspberry. Oh, God. It's called cold, Wait. cold blue. Wait a minute. What? Guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> what You're is so the actual it. flavor of cool blue? I don't know. Is cool blue the darker one? No, it's yeah. the, no the cool blue's the lighter one. Anyways, they you heard it here. Cool blue doesn't have an actual flavor. It's just cool blue, unless it's raspberry. It's not a ra- No. No, but I it says like on the red. bottle, cool blue. Wow, we made history tonight. We made history tonight, folks. All right, final question. What are your season goals? Like as a team, individual? Team goals, individual goals. 
What is it? I would definitely like to finish out our Liberty League conference play with all wins. We have three more games, so it would really be nice to win out the rest. And then just kind of take each game day by day um, with, like, our Liberty League play. And then hopefully, depending on how we do in that, we could get a bid to the NCAA if we don't win that altogether. Um, and personally, I guess I would just like to – Score a few more goals. It's awesome. Nice and simple. I like it. my teammates. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Every athlete. Well, Kelsey, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for being here, and good luck at the game on Saturday. Thanks for having me. Thank you. The Blue and White will be taking on Vassar College for their next Liberty League matchup. Thank you for tuning in to the Ithacan's podcast of How I See Sports. I'm your host, Gabby Lacona. And I'm your host, Caitlin Maniscalco. And you have been listening to How I See Sports.